2: What's going on, everybody? This is BGM Radio, episode number 300, 300, that's 100 times 3, uh, in case you were unfamiliar with math. I am Jimmy Kemsky from phillyvoice.com. With me, as always, is Brandon Lee Galton of leadinggreendation.com. We're going to get to uh, some Eagles news in addition to an Eagles-Saints preview. We'll make our picks for the week. Before we do that, I haven't really been I've been really wanting to get into gambling lately. Where can I do that, buddy?
1: Well, Jimmy, I have the answer for you. By the <laughs> way, don't tell us, BGN radio listeners, that we never taught you anything. I mean, this is, you know, a podcast where you can learn things and I don't know about the Eagles, but math for sure, you know. They're good math at the top of the show. And I was thinking, Jimmy, uh you know, for as much as we say the episode number doesn't matter, I mean, it might for some people who might be listening back on a replay, and they're kind of you know they they put one on, they're confused, and they're oh wait, this is out of order. Um so you know, into the nice little landmark. Actually, oh. what? what happened? It's my mom. Oh. my mommy's calling me. Well, I don't know if she can be on the podcast. <laughs> she can wait, okay, Wow. No offense. No offense, Mom. Wow. When she listens to this podcast, which she (laughs) will definitely do.
2: I don't think she's. I don't think your parents listen to every episode, I think, right? I don't know if my mom has ever listened to one. Wow. (laughs)
1: Whose parents love them more? It's clearly me. Um, Take that, Jimmy. All right. Uh, To answer your question, Jimmy, James, if I may call you that, there's nothing more thrilling than college football, and it all comes down to the national championship game. And your go-to for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps right now. New customers can bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. With DraftKings, same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code 5Questions. New customers bet just $5 on college football and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. That's code five questions only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Twenty one plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state specific gambling. Resources: Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler in New York. Call eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook. slash football terms. Who you got in the uh, national championship? Well, I
2: guess the, the, there's two games to get there. But who who do you got getting there, and who do you have winning? Or do you even know who the teams are? Again? It's <laughs> uh, I believe it's I believe one Georgia um plays ohio state mm. i think who is four and then it, the other two teams i know are michigan and tcu
1: with all due respect uh, i'm
2: pretty sure that's who's playing who so i think it's georgia against
1: ohio state michigan against tcu with all due respect to uh bgn's own alexis Chasson, um who is a, a huge buckeye San i am not into college football at all but my team would probably be whatever team is playing the Ohio State like that's like my favorite <laughs> I'm with team you. I just don't like Ohio State. I like I'm Alexis a lot on obviously. She's like one of the very few uh good uh nice favorable Ohio State fans that I know of personally. So uh yeah, I just can't do it. I think there's a lot of bad associated obviously with that program and I just and I don't know. There's some people who like them that are really annoying online as well. Um, you can figure <laughs> out maybe who that is. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like when they lose. So I will take... So Hulu. you got Georgia. Got, I'll take Georgia. Yeah. Give me the dogs. And then who you got in the other game? TCU, Michigan. Um, Michigan, but then Georgia will win it all. Yeah, that's how I see it, too. All right, so... All right, glad
2: we, uh, glad we covered some college there we football go. here.
1: For... <laughs> Jimmy, we need to get into the Eagles now. The Philadelphia Eagles, who... Uh, I mean, there's some news on the injury front. In terms of Lane Johnson reportedly will now not be getting any kind of operation um to correct the what's it an abductor this abdomen
2: it's basically a sports hernia yeah. is is the easy way to say it, I think
1: so it looks like, as we previously expected, he will not be playing again in the regular season. He will be playing in the playoffs, but who knows how close to a hundred percent effectiveness he'll be because this is like a pretty painful injury. Um, I don't know if it's literally the same exact thing in terms of severity or whatever, if that matters, not a medical expert, but those may recall, DeSean Jackson had a sports hernia back in 2019, which he opted not to get surgery on and just kind of let it heal. And mm-hmm. he was out for a while and he came back and he instantly like couldn't play. He like played for like a couple snaps, I think, and then had to go out for a while again and probably could have been okay. Later that season, if he had actually gotten the operation early on, so um, Lane Johnson's tough as heck. There's no doubt about that. You watch your language, sir. Well, sorry. I know it's a family-friendly podcast, but (laughs) but it's tough. I just, you know, I don't. You'd rather have any Lane Johnson out there than no Lane Johnson. I think. I think that version of Lane Johnson, even at like his worst, is still better than whatever the replacement option is. But it's just. It's not great, and you have to wonder, you know, is there a point where he just can't even play at some point, or does he get hurt something else, or it's just, it's just tough out there.
2: I like that Nick Sirianni changed his tune on the superlatives that he's thrown uh, Lane Johnson's way. Before, previously, he, he has always said he's the best right tackle in the NFL, and this past week he said he's the best tackle. In the NFL, and that I agree with. I agree with. He's that that he is the best probably the best offensive lineman. Period. Wow. Uh, in the NFL, um, yeah. So if he were to be unable to play, it's a huge loss. And uh, the idea of him just being able to play at all, I, like like you said, just to kind of say exactly what you just said, is uh, if is, some Lane Johnson's better than no Lane Johnson. So we'll see what he looks like. Uh, whenever he's able to play and we'll see what jalen hurts looks like whenever he's ready to play we got no updates really at all from nick uh on jalen hurts um the other two noteworthy points on the injury report Mm, we have some breaking news on jalen
1: hurts by the way as we're recording this on thursday oh go ahead 4 p.m let's hear it jalen hurts is practicing today
2: oh okay now we'll probably probably be limited i I guess that
1: could be in a limited capacity um could be some subterfuge I, i still don't See Jalen Hurts playing? He did not, by the way, um, for the record, he was uh, listed as a not did not participate in Wednesday's walkthrough for whatever that's worth. Mm-hmm. So to your point, that seems like you would probably go from that to being limited as opposed to just like from that to full go. Um, I still think it's more likely than not that Minshew starts, but uh, that's interesting. Interesting development
2: for sure. Um, this week, the Eagles did not activate the 21-day practice window for cj gardner johnson to return from injured reserve that is something they normally do on wednesday morning i guess whatever whatever day is the first day of practice for the eagles so Mm -hmm. that usually falls on a wednesday uh that's what they did with goddard that's what they did with maddox um but they did not activate uh you know that for gardner johnson so he's almost certainly not going to play this week he's not practicing uh yet obviously because they have to make that move Mm -hmm. before he can practice um Maybe next week. We'll see. But for now, he's not going to be playing against his former team in the New Orleans Saints. And then the surprise addition to the injury report this week was Miles Sanders, who did not practice on Wednesday with a knee injury. Um, I believe his last play of the game against Dallas was his fumble that he lost. And I didn't see him look hurt or anything like that. His last touch at the very Uh, least. but he didn't go back in the... What's that last play? I believe that was the last play. I believe that was his last play of the game because on that, on their final drive, they were two minute. So Kenny was in there. True. I I believe it was his last play of the game. So uh, I didn't see him look hurt or anything like that. Uh, So that's interesting that, that he was out on Wednesday with a knee injury. I think that's worth monitoring as the, as the week goes along. Um, But that's essentially what the news is uh, injury wise. I think this season was just kind of, you know, rolling right along (laughs) with, uh, you know, not a lot of drama. And then, boom, quarterback gets hurt. Boom. Star right tackle gets hurt. And uh, now suddenly this game against, and of course they lose against Dallas uh, on Christmas Eve. And now this game against uh, the New Orleans Saints. Um, while not the end all be all in terms of them earning the one seed in the first round bye and home field advantage and all that. Um, I think fans would really like to see them put this team away so that they can sort of breathe a sigh of relief. And, uh, certainly the Eagles want to put this team away so they can, um, you know, begin to heal and rest up, uh, as soon as possible which they will certainly do if they win this game uh, week 18. And then obviously they'll have the first round bye during the wild card round of the playoffs. But there's a sneaky important game. Not a sneaky important game. It's a very important game oh, uh, yeah. late in the season here uh, in, in, in uh, on New Year's Day, actually. Uh, but did you have anything further on the injuries?
1: Yeah, so we're getting another update here. Um, Miles Sanders is practicing today after being listed as a okay. non-participant on Wednesday. So that's a good development. Um, Sanders is averaging seven yards per carry. Against the Saints,
2: let me uh, guess what least. beat wrote, reporter you're seeing that from on Twitter. Yeah, I'm gonna say
1: Dave. As Zingar. if like 50 people aren't tweeting this. <laughs> uh, but well, I give so it's a the Thursday. one I saw first. Yes.
2: Oh, was it? Was it Dave Ziegler? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Good job by me. Uh, yeah, he he's uh, his his attendance um, his attendance percentage at these practices uh, every week. Is probably uh, he probably leads the beat. He and uh, Zach Berman, I would say, are probably well, he also the top takes two guys in terms of too,
1: attendance. I believe that's true in terms of the players. Shout out to uh, BGN alumni, alumnus uh, Mike K, who also was doing that a lot here, and okay. he's still on the Eagles beat. Um, Mike, uh, a, a part of the original BGN radio launched to me. Uh, Once upon a time, all those oh. years ago, back in hmm. 2013, and uh, here we are, another 300 episodes later, a different timeline of 300 episodes later. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I think you covered it on the injury front. A.J. Brown, we should also know if – I don't remember if you did this earlier. He was limited, but it seems like to be okay. By the way, it's – you know, um, real quick, last thing on the Cowboys game. Like you can – like, RJ asked me, like, what's the – RJ was kind of being – what's the difference, you know, if Jalen Hurts plays in that game versus Minshew? Um, not to say there was none, but kind of just to kind of, like, be like – the offense did really well. It's hard for them to be, like, a ton better. I mean – the Eagles might get a touchdown there in that red zone drive in the first drive instead of settling for three points because it's it mm-hmm. really good in the red zone. The run game is much more effective, of course. Also, um, maybe, maybe their drives sure. are a little longer. But even putting that aside... I thought it was pretty frustrating that AJ Brown didn't score there. Oh, and only because he got tackled by the turf monster. And I think that's where his knee. Yeah. thing Like he, I, I was rewatching that. No, play. he
2: took a shot. He took a shot later in the game. Okay. Uh, somebody went low on him over the middle. Of, I think that's where he got gotcha. hurt. Oh, that's right. Because he yeah, stayed down hit him for, right for in the for a leg bit.
1: in the knee. Yeah. Yeah. Although he did look kind of like not a hundred percent after that play too, and it was really like. Okay. I mean, he probably scores there if he doesn't get tripped up. If it's grass, he probably scores on that play because he just got tripped up by the field, uh, which is dumb. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, let's get into... What else do we have? (laughs) I forget in the first segment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I
2: think that's it for the news. I mean, it was really just sort of an update on the injuries. Um, The Saints have a lot of guys out. Should we get into them? I mean, Um, we don't
1: get into, like, every... The Knit, I don't think, like, every... But, like, the big ones are what?
2: Well, um, so Marshawn Lattimore has been out for most of the season. He last played week five, actually with a lacerated kidney. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, he's he's missed, what, I guess, ten games now uh, for them. He's limited on their um, – he, he actually did practice yesterday, but was limited. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine they bring him back at any point this season because what do they have to gain? I mean, mm-hmm. I guess they're not eliminated from the playoffs yet. Yeah. Um, but, I mean – they, I mean, they're clearly not going anywhere, uh, but that's a guy that they, they, you know, it's a very important player to their team. I, I doubt he plays. He was, he's was he been limited at other times during the last 10 games and uh, just wound up not playing. I think they want to see him be able to practice in full
1: I before they put bugs. him out he there. He might be back. Not, like, definitely playing. I did see, like, there's a chance he might play.
2: Okay. Um, Chris Alave is the other mm-hmm. important player that missed their week sixteen game uh against the Browns. Uh he was limited, which is a good sign for him in terms of being able to play. Um their left guard, Andrews Pete, got carted off uh last week against the Browns. Um he was a non participant. You know who was, you know who came into play for him in that game? Yeah, last Josh week? Andrews. I saw you old friend Josh Andrews. Still hanging around from the from the chip years, from,
1: he was uh, he was with the team from the Super Bowl team. Also, like he has a Super Bowl ring because he was with the Eagles. Oh, does he? The okay, yeah, year. yeah. He's not a good player though. <laughs> like
2: <laughs> he's he's managed to survive, but uh, you don't want him starting he's on for you. Practice squad, uh, right? You said, he, he, yeah, he was yeah. a practice squad call up well, last week, yeah. but he he may wound up he may end up starting for them this week. Marcus May is another guy who uh, did not play last week. He he, he didn't practice on Wednesday. A couple guys had illnesses. I, I wouldn't even worry about Ryan Ramchek. I think May uh, the, did the play, tackle. he left the game early.
1: Or no, that was Pete, I guess. Sorry. Yeah.
2: That was Pete. Yeah. And Pete Warner is a good player, good linebacker. He was limited with a hamstring. Uh, the rest are. I mean, th- those are the noteworthy guys. And then on injured reserve, I mean, their receivers, we'll probably get into this one when, when we, you know, look at the matchups or whatever, but um, their receivers are bang. Michael Thomas is done for the year. Jarvis Landry is done for the year. Deontay Hardy um, I forget, what was his name before? He changed his name. Oh. It's their little punt returner. Uh, Remember his name? Uh,
1: Deontay Harris.
2: Lewis, maybe? I don't know. Harris, that's it. Yeah, yeah Deontay Harris. Now he's Deontay Hardy, uh, one of the best return men in the NFL, can make some plays on offense. He's out. Mark Ingram, uh, his season's over. His career might be over. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cesar Ruiz, their starting right guard, is on injury reserve. So they got a lot of guys banged up as well. Um, And certainly they don't have the level of depth uh, that the Eagles have. So um, I'd say it's I wouldn't say it's evenly matched because the Eagles two most important players are going to be most likely out of this game. Uh, You know, maybe maybe that Jalen Hurts is practicing today changes the equation a bit on that. But, um, you know, I'd say I'd say the Eagles have more guys banged up. But I'd say the Saints are more affected by the the players that they are without.
1: For sure. Um, All right. We'll, we'll take a break here and then get into the, more of the Eagles Saints matchup. But not before, really quickly, you hear about righteous felon craft jerky. It's the meat snacks that the Philadelphia Eagles eat. Uh, Jimmy, I have a little bit of a testimonial here from a righteous mm. felon okay. customer. Uh, shout out to my friend Jess, who listened to the pod and was like, "Hey, I want to try. I want to try that righteous felon Kraft jerky." I'm like, "You should." use discount code BGN20. She did. Um, And I think one thing that is important to highlight here, I always talk about how it's a small business and it's important to support those. One of the advantages of a small business like that is like you're dealing with not like this massive scale and different department. You're dealing with like the people, like the real small group of people that they have. Mm -hmm. So in the case of like, you know, customer service, you know, any kind of uh, things going on with that. She said they were extremely responsive got like an email within like 30 minutes of sending one um and just was super helpful all around also her order got shipped and delivered very quickly so like you know it's, it's a top-notch operation is the point that they have going on over there it's a company you can trust right just selling a craft jerky so <laughs> use discount code bgn20 because it's going to go back down to bgn15 very soon probably by the next podcast potentially that we do so make sure you do it now BGN 20 at RightToSelling.com to to get 20% off meat snacks, non-meat snacks. Go to their website, RightToSelling.com, and check out what they have, and use that discount code, or else you are a fool. Back after this. Back here on BGN Radio, Jimmy, where episode 300, where it's an Eagles-Saints preview. You kind of set the stakes of the game. Eagles have the one seed on the line. Um, it's a big one. It's a team they've beat each of the past two years. Uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts' first NFL start in 2020. Then they beat him again at the link last year, both of the games at the link. And kind of significant because they were struggling against the Saints there for a while. Kind of had their number in the past. Uh, no more Sean Payton. That's kind of a big deal. You have Dennis Allen right, there no instead. more Drew Brees. Yeah, no more Drew Brees. Also kind of a totally big deal. You totally know? different team than what we're used to seeing. For sure. Uh, that being said, from the Eagles side, I mean, Jalen Hurts was a big factor, I believe, in both of those matchups. And he may or not may not be playing. We'll see. And... Uh, so, yeah, so it could look a little different from that perspective just because such a vital player might not be there for the mm-hmm. Eagles. Where do you want to start? Which side of the ball? Let's start with the uh, the Saints offense mm, against did the defense. Cowboys there. I almost said
2: Cowboys, you're right. <laughs> um, it's not a good thing when you're, you know, your most dangerous weapon. And, well, first of all, if Chris Olave plays, he's their most dangerous yes. weapon on offense. If he can't go, then their most dangerous weapon is probably Taysom Hill. I mean, even above Alvin Kamara, Kamara at this point, Alvin Kamara is not the same player that he was. We're talking about a guy here that's averaging like three point nine yards per carry. Just has not looked the same. Two rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. Um, he's got all this off field stuff going on. Um, probably you know going to be prosecuted during the off season. Who knows? Um, he would
1: beat the s out but... of the Eagles right now if he was healthy, though.
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh Taysom Hill odd player he's like their number 3 quarterback he's like their number 3 tight end he's like their number 5 or 6 wide receiver he's like a core special teamer and yet there are some games where he goes off and can't let him do that you know because he's they don't have much else you know i went through earlier the 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 receivers that the saints are missing and Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry and Deontay Hardy if Chris Olave can't go, then that's huge. Um, so they have a guy in, you know, that the the remaining receivers are Rashid Shaheed, who does have some downfield He's uh, explosiveness. Great play guy. Traquan Smith, who once upon a time had a big game. Was that in the playoffs? That he had the big game against the Eagles.
1: Traquan Smith. I, can't I think you're thinking of the it was like twenty the oh, game that they got blowout. smashed.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Marquez Callaway, um, those are those are their top three receivers. If Chris Olave can't go, um, Adam Troutman is their tight end. He's okay, um, but yeah, they're they're really um, hurting for skill position players. So they've leaned on um, their run game in in recent weeks with Taysom Hill, who of course you know can pull it back and throw the ball down the field too. Um, you don't want him as your so, you know, starting quarterback dropping back into the pocket and throwing, you know, thirty times in a game. But as sort of a, a gadget player, he's a guy that can hurt you if if you don't respect uh, his ability to throw. Uh, Alvin Kamara has gotten over twenty carries uh, in each of the last two games. So this is a team that wants to run the ball. Nothing new from you know what the Eagles have faced over the last what like six seven games. They face teams that first and foremost want to run the ball. So you know, I think the Game plan for them kind of remains the same in that, you know, they want to stop the run first and foremost, uh, make Andy Dalton beat you in the cold. Actually, it's not even going to be cold this week. I think it's going to be like 50-something at game time. So it'll be a nicer day
1: than 54 on Sunday, low of 44. Yeah,
2: and it's a 1 o'clock game, Mm -hmm. so uh, it'll probably be over 50 for at least the kickoff. Um, But, yeah, you want Andy Dalton to, to have to beat you in this game, not Taysom Hill. Uh, but they just don't really have much to offer uh, from their skill positions.
1: Taysom Hill was the Saints' starting quarterback when the Saints played the Eagles in 2020. He did not play at all mm-hmm. last year. He was not uh, active for last year's match. Right, so this coaching staff has not faced him yes, yet. Yes, correct. And uh, the, the, the Eagles faced Trevor Simeon last year from the Saints, who like did pretty decent, um, all things considered, what you would expect out of Trevor Simeon. Uh, yeah, so... I don't know. Um, You know, Alave's status is obviously big to monitor. The fact that he was limited maybe suggests that he will have a chance at playing. I mean, this is the same season. Like, this is, they have to win. And they're probably not going to make it even if they do. They still need, like, help in the division elsewhere. They have, like, a 2% chance of making the playoffs according to 538, I believe. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is it. Like, If if they're going to do it, they need a win this week to stay, at least to get a meaningful game. Potentially, It depends on what the Bucks do. I believe um,
2: yeah, the, the Bucks have to. I think the the scenario is New Orleans has to win their final mm-hmm. two. The Bucks have to lose to the Panthers yes. this week. They then also have to lose Week Seventeen, and the Panthers play the Saints Week Seventeen. So if the Saints take care of business, then you know mm-hmm. that'll happen too. So, um, you know, not not super likely that the Saints are going to, you know, get into the playoffs, win the division uh, in the end. Of the, they don't, they're only avenue to get in is to win the nfc they're six and nine mm-hmm. and they still have a chance to win the division which is just so pathetic uh how bad that division is so, by the way the panthers are six and nine and they have like a legit chance if they went out like they they quote unquote control their own destiny mm-hmm. at six and nine it's crazy um but yeah they they the Saints do, are still mathematically alive
1: uh why don't you flip it around to the other side of the ball
2: well, real quick, let's just go through the Saints' offensive line, which is a mess. So, so let's just um, not do what I said and just do something completely. No, okay. that's <laughs> fine. Um, you know, this offseason they lost Teron Armstead to, to, in free agency mm-hmm. to to the Dolphins, and then they they made the trade, the draft day trade, not draft day, not the draft day trade, but the trade with the Eagles with all the draft picks and um, with I think the 18th pick that the Eagles previously owned, they took. Um, uh, Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. He got hurt in the preseason. So James Hurst has been their starting left tackle uh, all season long. We already mentioned Josh Andrews might be playing left guard. Their center is Eric McCoy. I mentioned earlier that Cesar, Cesar Ruiz is their starting right guard. He's he's out. Didn't zone. Uh, Calvin Throckmorton, a, a Bo Wolf favorite, um, has filled in for him at right guard and then at right tackle. They're only definitively good offensive lineman. Well, I guess the center is okay too, but the only definitely good uh, offensive lineman they have is Ryan Ramcheck uh, at right tackle. So this is a unit that the Eagles absolutely have to take advantage of as they have, you know, over the last few games. Like there's, they have 61 sacks on the, on the, on the, season, lead the NFL by a wide margin on that. Have a chance to break the team record this week. Team record is 62. Uh, as we've mentioned on previous podcasts set by, the 1989 Philadelphia Eagles uh, under Buddy Ryan, and then of course the NFL record is 72 sacks, so they're only 11 away from tying that record uh, that was set by the 1984 Chicago Bears, also uh, under Buddy Ryan. So the Eagles have, you know, the Eagles' defensive line have some records to play for here, and uh, of course BG uh, mm. is one away from getting double digit, double digit sacks for the first time in his career. If he gets one, he'll, he will join uh, Hassan Raddick, was 14, I think. Josh Sweat, who I believe has 11, and Javon Hargrave, who has 10 sacks. They'd be the first team in NFL history to have four guys with with uh, at least 10 sacks. So, um, yeah, I think this is a, this is a matchup that
1: they can you know heavily take advantage of as well. Do you think anyone in years to come will be like, you know, this pass rush is good, but it's no 2022 Eagles? <laughs> Do you think anyone will be saying that?
2: I don't, because they don't have, like, the
1: one-star player. You know what I mean? I do. Um, yeah, it's more about the the sum of the parts. Sure. If you will. Jimmy, uh, real quickly, and Andy Dalton, believe it or not, he's PFF's third-highest-graded quarterback this season. Now, you know. What? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. Third? Yes. He's only behind Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. He's literally right Above. So they
2: have him as better than Jalen Hurts, huh?
1: Um, well, hold on. Sorry, that's passing grade specifically. Um, okay, he's, I don't care what. Now I'm just saying for the well for the. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not defending. I'm saying for the factual accuracy, yeah. that's third in their passing grade. He's fifth overall if you include running in there and their their, their more cumulative uh, grading score. Yeah. Um, but that's not why I brought up PFF and Andy Dalton. the The more I, the reason why I looked at him on there is because I know. At looking at like average time to throw, as I have checked over the years, because you know Hertz was always mm-hmm. kind of lower in that category. Um, where's Hertz this year? By the way, he is actually up to I can't find twenty oh, eighth. That's a big. So last year he was like last by far. Uh, this right here, he's up. So that's like that's a pretty significant improvement for him. Whereas what is his
2: time to throw? It's
1: Two point eight six. Oh, he's under three, huh? Huh. He's under three, yeah, huh? Yeah, 2.86. He's right between Josh Allen, like, literally, literally directly above him, and Mahomes, both directly above him at 2.8. 2.86 is a drastic improvement. Yes, because he was at, like, 3.3 3 last year, for per perspective. Yeah. Like, Justin Fields is at 3.39 this year, like, just mm-hmm. holding on to the ball for an eternity. Uh, so, yeah, big improvement. Uh, but Andy Dalton's, you, 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 like, I remember historically, he's been at the top of this list a lot. Right now, he's at 2.61, which is 12th fastest. So, maybe not as quick as he has okay. in the past, but I think... That's one of the things he has historically done well is gotten rid of the ball. He's not always going to just hold it and give you a chance to sack him. So, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. something to keep an eye out for. Now we can talk about the Saints defense if you're ready.
2: I didn't look up how many uh, sacks they gave up as as an offense so far this year.
1: I can look up uh... their different metric well don't do that or let me talk i guess if you're gonna do that we both can't be silent that's not how the podcast works (laughs) uh we'll flip it over to the saints defense while you're looking that okay they've
2: given up sorry they've given up uh 30 sacks which is pretty low comparatively speaking okay so yeah they don't don't give up a lot of sacks
1: i think because in part yeah they get the ball out um flipping Mm -hmm. it over to the saints defense you mentioned some of the big names earlier like Marshawn Lattimore. um we don't know for sure if he'll play We'll see how that progresses. Um, Marcus May, likely out, I'm guessing. Um, starting mm-hmm. safety. They also have one of their backup safeties, their third safety. I think it's Justin Evans. I forget his name. But he Justin was limited, Evans is so, correct. Yeah, yeah, he's banged up. So they're kind of banged up there. They have the Honey Badger still, obviously. Once upon a time, it was supposed to be between the Eagles and the Saints that the Honey Badger mm-hmm. was picking between. And he picks the Saints oops uh, so, yep tough <laughs> tough decision by him which ultimately led to the eagles being able to get cj gj so right. it kind of worked out for the eagles um man what a bad trade by the way not that trade sorry the the others the same it's made me think of the draft pick trade which you mentioned earlier just what was it a six horrendous and for what a
2: six round pick something like
1: that for what was like because rj likes to talk about this a lot like what he like in defense of the russell wilson trade they were trying to get a franchise quarterback like they, it did. It's obviously been a disaster. But like the aim, if it worked out, would have been a like a good aim. At the very best case right. scenario of that trade, that is like okay, we have a franchise quarterback, we're a contender now. What was, what was the best case scenario for the Saints? Like what was the optimum? <laughs> like the very if things went as exactly as they planned, what does that scenario look like? The very best case scenario that they get, like
2: which one are you talking about? That the draft picks that they that they the, the Eagles the, the draft yeah, picks they, trade or the CJGJ the trade? Eagles trade? Oh yeah, not I don't know. I mean, they moved around, I guess, and so they they traded with the Eagles, and then from there they traded up further, and they got Chris Olave. Like, did mm-hmm. you just love Chris Olave that much? And he's been a good player this year. He's a wide receiver. He's a, he's certainly been a good rookie, but you're you're right. Like, what's the what's the what's the upside there? <laughs> yeah, like, you're right. It's a receiver. It's not it's not a quarterback. It's not a pass rusher. Receivers are important, sure. no question, but. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's not a quarterback. Well, especially when you don't have a quarterback. It's one thing that maybe if they like... It's not, a, had, it's not an
2: offensive tackle.
1: Yeah, if they still had Drew Brees, okay, maybe, sure. Maybe that would be, you know... I still think it's dumb, but it makes more sense to me. But uh, anyway, uh, the Saints defense... And then they took an
2: offensive tackle that was borderline first-round worthy
1: at like pick 18. Right. Um, Saints defense has Cam Jordan, who is not maybe the same Cam Jordan that it is, you know, total peak. But, I mean... He's lined up against Jack Disco, so that's kind of. I still think that's kind of concerning.
2: Yeah. Well, do we know that that's what the, that's that, that's well,
1: definitely what the Eagles are going to do? We're Jordan Mylotte playing out of
2: position. Yeah, I mean they could. I that wouldn't totally shock me if they did that because they may view Andre Dillard as their best backup, and they may say, "Well, we want to we want our best five on the field." And then they put Dillard at left tackle. They moved Jordan Mylata from left tackle to right tackle. And then Driscoll can play more positions off the bench. So than Dillard can. So it makes sense from that perspective too. It wouldn't be, I, I'm actually kind of leaning them going that way. Um, I think they should just put Jack Driscoll in for, for Lane Johnson and, and you know, call it a day one for one. But, uh, We'll see. Um, we'll see what they do there. But Cam Jordan uh, is more of like a power rusher, mm. and whether you put him up against Jack Driscoll or Andre Dillard, both of those guys are athletic, but do struggle with power rushers. Mm. Both of them.
1: I would say my lot of less though.
2: Dillard, Dillard, more than Driscoll struggles oh, yes. for sure. Yeah, but they, but the, that's you know the weak point of their games. Um, in my opinion. So yeah, Cam Jordan, 60.5 sacks, I think from 2017 to 2021. So that five year stretch uh, before this year, this year, he's got like five and a half sacks and just hasn't been, you know, the, the pro bowl player that he's been uh, the last half decade. Um, You know, they, they have good players on defense, but their defense has kind of been up and down this season. They've had some bad games. And uh, I see no reason that the Eagles can't just do what they do against this defense that that they've done against everybody else this year.
1: Well, and the saints, I mean, it'll look different
2: if they have to start Minshew, but right. What's that?
1: And and, and like in not again, so if Hertz isn't playing yet, it's a big deal. But in the past two years, the saints have had like the number one run defense when the Eagles played them and the Eagles just ran all over them. Um, Now again, yeah, no, (laughs) right. Changes the equation there, but like they should not be hopeless by any means against this defense especially a week after they just put up, like, what, 422-whatever yards and then 27 points against the number two overall defense by DVOA in Dallas on the road. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that's all I've got. See, the
2: the, the concern area for, for me, if I'm the Saints, is the cornerback position. Because if Lattimore can't go, then they're playing Paulson Adebo, uh, a, 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 a rookie that I really liked actually coming out, and Elante Taylor and Bradley Roby, who's, you know, really getting up there in age. Uh, according to Pro Football Reference, opposing offenses have completed 45 of 67 passes for 561 yards. That's eight eight 8.4 yards per uh, attempt. Uh, five TDs, zero INTs uh, versus Debo for a passer rating of 117.8. <laughs> so, you know, opposing offenses really picked on Pulse and Adebo this year. And, um, you know, certainly I think in... Any game, the Eagles are gonna have matchup advantages with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith against whoever the corners are. But I think in this matchup, especially if Lattimore can't go, they really have some uh, matchups in their favor in this game.
1: One last thing on the offense: uh, if Olave doesn't play, do you know who the next Saints leading wide receiver? So not running, not Kamara or non wide, like just just wide receiver. It's Shahid, right? Yeah, with three hundred and seventy-five. <laughs> Yeah. It's not good when your you're second wide receiver is 375 yards <laughs> in week 17. Uh, all right. Let's take a break, Jimmy, but not before we hear about Kristen Roach of Roach Realtors and Roach 856-906-9295. Uh, again,
2: 856-906-9295 is where you can find Kristen Roach of Roach Realtors. Call or text her uh, if you're looking to buy or sell your home. Um, Or, as I've mentioned uh, recently, a lot of people aren't buying and selling homes this time of year because it's cold and it's terrible outside. But if you're thinking of maybe moving in the spring, you'd like to get an idea of what your house is worth, she can do home comps for you. And that's free of charge, of course. Uh, Again, 856-906-9295.
1: Brandon? Your life will be better after you contact Kristen Roach. Back after this. (laughs) Kristen Rocha Roach, Road Trail
2: Tours, Road Trail Tours, Road Trail Tours, Kristen Roach of Road Trail Tours.
0: She's the
2: greatest.
1: 869069295 Back here on BGN Radio, episode 300. Jimmy, it's time to get into our NFL picks against the spread, but not before. I tell you very quickly about the BGN Same Game Parlay, which has yet to be finalized this week, but as always, it'll be on the at Bleeding Green Twitter account. Every week this season, we will be cooking up our own parlay that all of our good friends at DraftKings
0: <laughs>
1: will put right on their homepage for all of you to see. Each week, DraftKings has new offers and great ways to make your Sunday more fun. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Jimmy. We're going to get really quickly into this Cowboys-Titans game because that's going to be played in a matter of like six hours or so when we're recording this. And, I mean, it just seems pretty cut and dried that the Cowboys are going to win this game. They're 13 and a half point favorites. I'll take the Cowboys to cover. The Titans are like sitting everyone. And it should be noted that if somehow... The Cowboys have lost this game because you're probably, again, the result has probably happened by the time you're hearing this. Uh, the Eagles will actually be NFC's champions. If the Eagle, if the Cowboys somehow lose or tie the Titans, the Eagles clinch the NFC's officially, not the one seed yet, but the East, mm-hmm, right. um, but that is incredibly unlikely to happen. I will take Cowboys minus 13 and a half. I'm guessing you will as well.
2: Here are the guys they have missing in that game. Ryan Tannehill, Jeffrey Simmons, Nicholas Petit-Frayer is the starting right tackle, uh, Amani Hooker, Brad Dupree. Zach Cunningham, Derrick Henry, Christian Fulton. Well, these guys are doubtful. Derrick Henry, Christian Fulton, and Danico Autry. (laughs) So, like, it's all their best players. Yeah, they're going to get smoked. And they're not even starting Malik Willis, by the way. They're starting Josh Dobbs, I think, who they picked up from somebody's practice squad, uh, like, just not that long ago. Actually, I do have one quick update. I had read the email that I sent to the Cowboys about the mac and cheese, and people have been asking me for updates on that. There you go. I just got it. So they wow. agreed to send me Mac and cheese. I just got it yesterday. Mm. So i like, <laughs> uh, I, and I brought it in, unboxed it and all, I'll have, uh, my fresh, bo- my press box food spread update probably today, but I, I'm going to ask you to guess, Brandon, how much Mac and cheese they sent me
1: in terms of weight. Uh, Oh, okay. I was going to say what's the measurement here. Um, I'm going to say one pound,
2: 10.6 10.
1: pounds. 6 pounds. <laughs> I mean, you said you're going to share some with me. You better save some of that for me. I want to try that.
2: <laughs> they sent me 10.6 pounds bring of, of that. Mac on and and cheese. Well,
1: I don't know if you can. Can you bring? <laughs> they probably can't bring that. Put it in your car. 10.6
2: pounds.
1: What's that? Maybe, like, I want some of that, and I'm going to see on Sunday. We have to figure a way for me to get some of this on Sunday. Maybe I can meet you in the parking lot or something.
2: So it's it was frozen solid. Right. So I actually have to dethaw it, and then I'm going to scoop it out into, like, Tupperware containers and refreeze it once I'm able to do that. Uh, but I have Mac. Did they <laughs> I charge have you? Cowboys, Mac and cheese to get me through the rest of the winter. What's Did that? Did they charge you for this? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know you said you might like you'd be willing to come. Yeah, I
2: said I would reimburse them, but they didn't ask for anything. Um, that's insane. And you know, one of the one of the Eagles PR guys, by the way, uh, John Genaud, yeah, he found me in the locker room yesterday and he's like, Yeah, the uh, Cowboys PR guys were were uh, asking about you. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: is this guy they okay? already knew
2: about my they already knew about my reviews, evidently. Right. I didn't know that they didn't, I didn't know they knew me from a hole in the wall. Uh but yeah, evidently they've been reading my press my reviews of them because they're always super positive. Sure. Uh for like the last three, four years or whatever. But they knew full well who I was when I emailed them, apparently. Well, <laughs> so I definitely like, want yeah, to get some of this. That guy that guy that guy reviews us really well. Send, him some, send that guy mac and cheese.
1: I wanna try it. You better give me some.
2: <laughs> so apparently I'm like best friends with the Cowboys now.
1: Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but your pick is the Cowboys. Okay, so we can move on. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're going to smoke that team. And get to the Colts-Giants game. It's in the Meadowlands, the new Meadowlands, if you will. Uh, five and a half. Giants are five and a half point favorites. And if the Giants win, Giants they clinch a playoff spot.
2: Giants haven't been to the playoffs since the infamous mm. OBJ boat picture game. <laughs> When they, <laughs> when the Packers if, made quick work of them. If
1: that picture doesn't prove that vibes are real and you can't mess with vibes, then I don't know what does. Because that, I mean, he they did not, the Giants had a terrible run after he went on the boat. You can't go on the boat.
2: They had the worst record in the yeah. NFL over the next five years yeah. there after that boat picture. So, yeah, the vibes definitely are real. Um, there's only been two teams, by the way, with a longer playoff drought. Getting to the playoffs, that is. Um, and that's the, the. to my surprise, the Broncos mm. have a longer drought. Since this and, cool uh, and the Super Bowl and And the Jets, not as surprising. Jets have not made it since, like, what, um, 2010 or 2011? So, it's like it's a been long 10 or 11 year. years. It's a long yeah. time. To just not even get there. Right. Especially now. Like, yeah, you know, 14 teams years. make the playoffs? How do you, you can't get in once, really? And, Come on. And just,
1: like, the so. cyclical <laughs> nature of the league. like You know what I mean? Like, it's so, and it's just, like, the the randomness of, like, one-score games. Like, it's just, it's, it's almost more impressive yeah. that they have not made it.
2: It's a real dedication to being yeah. bad, <laughs> to, to not make it in ten years. Uh, so I think the Giants get in; um, they're, they're, they'll beat this dysfunctional uh, Colts Nicky team, Foles. and I think they'll be. I think they're going to make some whoever gets to face them in the first round is going to be thrilled to get to play the Giants, whether that's wow. the 49ers or or the Vikings. Uh, they're going to be thrilled to, to get to play the uh, the Giants. Uh, but yeah, I, I suspect the Giants will win this game, and they'll they'll like you said, it's winning in.
1: If you did not bet your life savings on the Cowboys money line, by the way, then I just think that's ridiculous. Um, no, <laughs> oh really? Don't, I mean, don't actually take my advice. Whatever, any kind of disclaimer I have to put out <laughs> legally, but it's just—it's like it just seems like such a lock. Anyway, uh, yeah, I also have the Giants winning and covering. Uh, sorry, Nick Foles, but I don't believe that uh, it's going to work out for there, you.
2: There's no. There's going to be no like. I mean, the new coach bump there is over well by now, uh, but they're just who had the oh I'm thinking I I think I'm confusing them a little bit with the Bron, the Broncos just fired their head yes. coach and uh, there's no new there's there, there's no new coach bump coming with I think what did they play the Chiefs yeah that was one of the more pathetic games of the NFL schedule this year what they did on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and the ram the crap ass Rams put up fifty on them anyway. We're getting off track here. But yeah, I think we're 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 both
1: we're both Giants. I I'll i actually have the uh the Giants covering that spread too when you okay. say was five and a half. Yeah, same. So we'll go to the Browns at the Washington Commanders. Commanders are two and a half point favorites. Carson Wentz is back, baby. He's back to the yeah. he's a starting quarterback for the Commanders <laughs> once again. There is a you know, doomsday scenario where Commanders get in the playoffs, all they have to do is win their last two games um in terms of what they need to do obviously they can yep. potentially get some help but um man I mean that would be one of the worst ways for the season to end certainly is Carson Wentz somehow delivers a win over the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field end imagine the that that would be a disaster I mean again one of the very worst ways you could possibly end the season I don't think it is likely to be very clear
2: is that worse than getting beat by Dallas in the first round
1: <sighs> that's a good question I think we need to like put down a poll um I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the commanders are worse. It's Wentz. Yeah, I think so.
2: Because at least you can you can look at Dallas beating him and go, okay, well at least Dallas has good players <laughs> and a good quarterback and a quarterback who didn't previously play for the Eagles. Yes, and like whine his way out of town. <laughs> so yeah, yes, that'd be that would definitely be a, a doomsday scenario for a lot of Eagles fans for sure. But again, by the way, yeah, the, the commanders. The commanders The commanders should be rooting for the Eagles to beat the Saints because if they do, then the Eagles will lock up the one seed in the NFC East. Mm -hmm. And that means that the commanders week 18 opponent, the Dallas Cowboys, Mm. will be locked into the five seed and they will have no um, reason to play any starters or any good players at all. Might just roll over for the commanders in that week 18 game. So this is a huge game for the committee. They put the they put the Browns away. Then they are probably going to get into the playoffs as the, as either the seven
1: or the six seed. And the Cowboys have every reason to roll over in that game. In addition for the rest factor, because then they're also not allowing Aaron Rodgers to get into the playoffs. With the yeah, for sure, threatening. So like, yep. if you're the Cowboys, you're like, yeah, Commanders take the win, please, because no, no Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we don't. We do not want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. He owns us, uh, always and forever. And that is one of the biggest things that concerns me. Um, that's that the the threat of Rodgers looming out there, like that—that's a thing. I would really like to see the Packers not make the postseason. Because okay. Uh, I mean that's scary because I mean there's a really there's a very like realistic scenario where they get in, they're the seventh seed, they beat the Vikings because they're yeah. really scared of the Vikings, and then right. then they're in Philly for, and I know that Eagles already beat the Packers, but like I, again, like Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs is not something you want to see when there you could see Carson wins in the playoffs or right right uh or, or it, it,
2: rogers would be better than the cowboys or the niners though you'd
0: mm, much rather well, see then, the
2: packers then, than either of those two teams
1: i'd rather play the cowboys than rogers in the playoffs. really yes. wow yes. okay it's roger like that's spicy it's rogers have you seen him play? <laughs> yeah, but that team's bad, though. I know that team's bad, the but team, it's him the in the playoffs. Bad. And I'm not saying like they're going to the Super Bowl, but in in the divisional round, it's capable of that upset. Um, it's not it's not something I want to tempt fate with. Okay. Uh, that brings. So I'm going to take the Commanders because I think this is really important to them. The Browns have nothing left to play for; they've been officially eliminated. They lost to the Saints last week. That was pathetic. Uh, I will take the Browns
2: are a loser. It's a it's a loser franchise, and, I mean not the the Commanders aren't, sure. but I th- on the Heineke versus Wentz debate, I kind of I I can get it. I think they're I think they've been better this year with Heineke. Well, clearly yeah. Heineke isn't like they're not going anywhere with Heineke. They're not going anywhere with Wentz either. So like, no matter who they picked, or they're not going anywhere. So it doesn't really matter. But I guess if they already you know, sort of talk themselves into trading two valuable picks and taking on Wentz's full $28 million salary earlier this year, then they can talk themselves into him, you know, getting them into the playoffs and winning a playoff game or two. So, like, they've, they've already been gullible on it once. They may as well just go. They may as well go with the guy who they've spent more resources on. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they'll, I, I do think they'll, they'll beat the Browns. at this. Game. It's actually a little surprising that, The line is only two and a half because this is in Washington, right? It is in Landover, Maryland. Yes. That's odd. Why would would the Browns be only, you know, I guess if you're – I don't know if that three-point bump is still, you know, rule of thumb these days. But if it is, then they're saying the Browns are the better team. I don't see that. The commanders actually have some things going for them. (laughs) Like They're the better team in my opinion. So, yeah, I would take the commanders and I'd lay the two and a half.
1: I will take the commanders as well. Browns. They want to run the ball. That's their identity. Commanders, one of the things they're better at, I think, is stopping Mm -hmm. the run. So I think that's a a good matchup for them. That brings us to the big game. Not the big game. Not the big game. But the the big game for the sake of our discussion today, and that's the Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are now only favored by 5.5. Now, let me check if that line has been updated because that was before I saw the Hertz news when I looked at that line. And maybe the Hertz practicing has shifted that. This line was at Eagles six and a half earlier in the week. Um, so it's actually dropped a little bit. Um, and that was even prior to looking today. It's still... Oh, wait, now it's back up to six and a half. Okay, so that is canonically what we're going to pick then. Um, mm-hmm. What do you have? Yeah,
2: I think the Eagles should smash this team. It's just not a very good team. The offensive line is should be dominated by the Eagles' defensive line. I think the receivers... For the Eagles can you know go to town on on these Saints cornerbacks they're just a much better for even even without hurts or Lane Johnson if neither of those guys play I think they're still just a way better team and uh they' even played a home game since what December 4th <laughs> it's been it's been a while like the last home game they played was the Titans, the Titans I think so it's it's been a while and uh it'll be I, I think they're eager to get back in front of a um, you know a loud home crowd. And uh, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna take care. I think they're gonna you know win this game comfortably.
1: Saints are just two and a five in away games this season. One of those wins was uh, not in a dome. It was week one when they played the Falcons and came back against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other win was last week against the Browns, where they got outgained oh, right. by the yeah. Browns. And also Andy Dalton had a forty four point three passer rating in that game, and they still won by a touchdown. <laughs> So not the most yeah. impressive thing. I and mean, they only, what, scored 17, 17 to 10, 17 I think that score was. So, like, you know. Uh, now, they did have that big comeback against the Falcons. But, again, the Falcons are just, like, they're yeah. elite at losing. They beat the Falcons again <laughs> uh, two weeks ago. Uh by only three points. They're like the Raiders of the NFC. Uh, they beat the Seahawks at home. Uh, that was a, a shootout of a game. They shut out the Raiders, who I just don't – the Raiders – yeah, right, cares. Uh, and then they beat the Rams by only like one score, and that was a game where I think Stafford, his last game, if I'm not mistaken, Stafford left, and they were playing like Bryce Perkins for a good portion of mm-hmm. the game. So you know, you look at their resume; they're just not super impressive. They're not like a total trash team in terms of like they ranked 21st in DVOA and 19th in point differential. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not like the scourge of the NFL. They're not like the Texans sure. or something like that. They definitely have some talent um I Dennis Allen clearly hasn't panned out as a head coach but I do think he can do some things that are interesting on defense and that's not nothing um I don't know I'm gonna take the points in this game I'm actually gonna make it my lock of the week for the SB Nation NFL show too I think the the Eagles win the game to be clear but I just think like this is the same season they're gonna like I think they're gonna come out and put up a fight I don't think they're just gonna lie down so I know the Eagles have advantages here but losing Lane is big losing Maddox is significant like Maddox is a big
2: loss too. We didn't even touch on him really, That's but well, I guess we did on the last podcast. But yeah, but he's—I mean—they don't need him so much in this week, other than they, they, you know, they do in other games. Yeah, because their receivers are so depleted. But that is a big loss. And I don't—I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. By the way,
1: I don't know what's going on with the quarterback situation. You know, yeah. Well, I will say on Maddox, I think it's no, worth noting, and we'll see if they do it before Sunday. But so far, they have not put him on IR. Mm-hmm. And because they could if, you know, they felt like he's not going to come back, although um, if they really needed that
2: roster spot that
1: badly. Right. And um, they could. So if if they put him on IR now, like before week 17 game against the Saints, he would not be able to play until the Super Bowl because he'd have to miss four right. games. So um, maybe they have some hope he, he might be able to return for like the championship game is my read on that. I could be mm-hmm. wrong, and we'll see if they put him again on IR before the game. But if they don't, that to me would read that they might think he might be able to return for the championship game, even if it's not necessarily right. likely, but there's like a there's some kind of chance. Um, and yeah, maybe he doesn't play at all, even if they do get to the Super Bowl. Although that would be, you know, that's a, that's a long way away. So there would be a lot of time. He might have a chance by then at the very latest. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think e- these e- Eagles injuries hurt. Uh, I think coming off that Cowboys game might sting like a little, or uh, not sting, but like it might, because that usually would be like, use that as a motivation factor. I just think it might be like, maybe it's in their heads a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just think it's going to be, it feels like the vibes, speaking, going back to the vibes of it all, vibes have shifted in a way that is not like super favorable to the Eagles. I still feel confident in their season outlook. I still feel good about them. But in the short term, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I just think the waters might be a little, little choppy here. We got the, it's a bit of a bumpy ride. I don't think it's going to be smooth sailing. There's the, the what I was looking for the whole time, uh, to the one seed. I don't think they're going to cruise like that. I think it's going to be like, whew, like all right. Wasn't a pretty game, but they Eagles have the one seed. It's locked up. They can rest, and then we we can just move on. Like whatever.
2: Kind of like the Raiders game week in uh, 2017.
1: Sure. Yep. It's just like. Doesn't matter if we won by fifty points or we won by one point. Doesn't matter. One seat is locked up. We're good. We're just going to take some time off, and we'll hope to get healthy for the playoffs and everything. and And the outlook for the team can certainly change with, with all that rest and everything. And everyone will get fired up again once the postseason begins. But I think for now it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. And I think the Saints will will give them a battle and a game that ends by a score of Eagles twenty one, Saints seventeen. Who makes the big play at the end of that game for the Eagles? Hmm. Good question. I'm going to say, man, that's tough because I don't know who the quarterback is. You know what? I'm going to ride. Well, it could happen on defense too. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I'm like, who do I really trust on defense right now to do that? You know what? Um, You guys have had some bad fumble luck here. These Hassan Reddick strip sacks the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very fortunate that both the Bears and the Cowboys were able to recover those. I think Reddick's due for another one. He's going to knock it out. He's just going to do it himself. And pick it up himself. And pick it up himself and run it back for a touchdown. So he can only score off 14. <laughs> wow. No, That doesn't make sense. They're not going to score 14 <laughs> offensive points. Um, he sets up the touchdown. He doesn't score it himself, but okay. he, he puts the Eagles in All good right. position. Yeah. Got it. All right, that works. Alrighty, this
2: I have a comfortable win, so
1: I don't I don't need
2: my yeah. uh, there's I don't have a guy that makes the big that makes the big play. Okay. Think well, who do you think's the player
1: play. of the game then? I'm gonna go Josh hmm. Sweat. Had a big game against the Saints in the past in 2020. Oh, that's right. Yeah,
2: against Tron Armstead. You, yeah, you two big, sacks I was like, him, I you, you used to knock him for not doing it against. Uh, good players but that was the one game where he did i mean
1: again look at the track record last year this year <laughs> this year is like this year it should be his first pro like this is a legit pro bowl see this was what yes. a pro bowl season should feel like for josh sweat like last year yes. was like a fake pro bowl se- like that's not like the feel right. of his season was not like a year last year like that's just not yeah. he had three and a half sacks like when december started i like, think that's is that a pro bowl season <laughs> really anyway yeah I'm Joshua, it's been great not trying to but like this is what I wanted to see not last year so like let's give him credit when it's actually really good and not just hype up the not so amazing accomplishment all right uh any final thoughts
2: um no I guess my final thought was gonna be the mac and cheese but then we started talking about the cowboys so yeah you better get um... that
1: to me we're gonna we gotta figure that out
2: <laughs> yeah uh I'll leave it up I mean i could leave that in my car i think yeah, it's
1: frozen i don't yeah. know i'll bring a nice box well yeah i you mean bring I'll, it to me it's gonna be f fr- I i might be able to meet up with you before the game and i can just put it in a like a, a container or whatever yeah we'll figure it out all right
2: i'll get you somebody Thanks, pal. i have 10.6 pounds of it
1: that's what i mean that's what, if you have so much like <laughs> i want to try it and uh i'll give my thoughts too on the pod people will definitely be waiting for that with such anticipation
2: I feel like you're not going to get a good version of it though, because sure. it's frozen. I got to thaw it out, and then I'll refreeze it again. And I feel like the freezing process, the unfreezing process, the refreezing process, the the re-unfreezing process, I eh, can take a toll in some mac and cheese. You know what I mean?
1: But if it's, I don't know though. Sometimes I think a reheat mac and cheese could be nice. Actually, sometimes I think those are almost two different things. You make like a fresh mac and cheese, and it's nice in the moment but there's something right. too you let it like congeal up in the fridge and everything you let it okay. i think there's something to that this is my idea for a restaurant um, one of many a restaurant <laughs> based on it's just food that cuz I, I i think there's the point of this is there i think there is there are certain foods which might actually be better reheated than okay. fresh i don't think All right. i think in everyone's mind we just think fresh, so that's the best version of the food. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think there can be certain foods, not, like, all food. You got a list? Mac and cheese is up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, some people like the experience of a leftover pizza as opposed to a... a ra- there are rare examples where sometimes a reheated pizza
2: can be a little, like, yes marginally better. Style, but I think, like... Yeah. 98 percent of pizzas is, are not better when you are reheated.
1: I agree with that, but my point being, it's a, but it's it's a
2: fine reheated yes. food. Like it's yeah, it's it, it's a good leftover food. I
1: don't have all the examples. Turkey,
2: I think, okay. like you you, you you throw some turkey in the oven mm-hmm. after uh, like a day or two after Thanksgiving. You throw that in, in a sandwich. That can be better than just the,
1: the regular turkey that you have on Thanksgiving. So I think it would take time. Obviously, I don't have all the answers off the top of my head. But in theory, I want to mm-hmm. have this. I want to go to a restaurant that has, <laughs> it sounds insane. You other people's leftovers? No, not other people's leftovers, but <laughs> it's like food that's basically been cooked twice. It's not just like the fresh, it's okay. like re- whatever. <laughs> and people are going to be like, this is an insane thing because you could just do it yourself or whatever. But I don't know. I just think there'd be a way to perfect it. I think there's a way to, I mean, it's not like, you know, like think about this. Like think about like wine and like certain cuts of meat. Like you age them, like dry aged beef. Like, it's not like everything's fresh, automatically the best. Like that's not necessarily always true. So... And I guess that would count in there. A dry-aged beef. Does that count? I, mean, I don't know. Just a thought I'm putting it out into the universe that won't happen, but that's something I've thought about. I guess I if the, I don't think I don't
2: think the marketing
1: for that will No, it's not obviously not going to be real, but I just I part of it's <laughs> just like I wonder what else is good reheated or might be better reheated than fresh. All right. If you have anything
2: be, Hashtag BGN yeah. reheat. Hashtag BGN if, you reheat. Any,
1: uh... if you have any If you have any uh, foods that you think are better reheated than fresh. Than the fresh version, yeah. Or maybe like, you know, just as good, but just different. You know, because sometimes that's true. It's like, oh, I like like, like the pizza thing. Like, I think sometimes you can like the fresh version, but then some people like that cold version as well. And it's not like the one is better. It's just like, I also like this thing. It's different. More than one thing can be true. (sighs) Jimmy's smiling. All right. This has been BGN Radio episode 300. What a hot, what a hot finish to the episode where we are predicting right. the Eagles will clinch the number 1 seed and thus render their week 18 game against the New York Giants meaningless. Hopefully that is the case for both uh for many reasons um, including mm-hmm. selfishly because then it'll be easier on us. I mean, we will still be here. We're yeah, still I'd, like, the, I'd like to take a little break. Pods, but yeah, yeah, you know, just nice. kind of kick our feet up a little bit and uh Maybe it's less stress too. You know, you're watching these games, even if uh, you wanna say that you don't have a rooting it, it's a stressful game to watch and cover and you're just all these things going on. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, it's a week where it's kinda like uh, maybe Ian Book, you know, plays even a little bit. Yeah, in Week 18. Instead of, like, five matchups to watch, yeah. you write, like, like a preseason game. five players to watch. Like, Ian Book,
2: yeah. N'Kobe Dean. Right, yeah, wouldn't
1: that be fun <laughs> to get some of these players? <laughs> you know? <like> Trace Sermon. <laughs> yeah. maybe Trace Sermon, right. you know, gets, like, a big workload. that would be cool? Zach McPherson. Janarius <laughs> Robinson finally gets on the field. Put him sure. out there, see what he can yeah. do. Like, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, like an extra, extra preseason game. You get to evaluate your roster a little bit. Uh, you can bump up some guys from the practice squad, too, if you want. Uh, yeah, all right. BGN Radio, 300. Brandley Lee Jimmy Kemski, at Brandon Gautin on Twitter and Instagram, at Jimmy Kemsky, Twitter, Instagram. Check out Righteous Selling Craft Jerky by going to RighteousSelling.com using discount code BGN20. Again, this last time I'm saying this, BGN20 for 20% off your order. That discount code drops down to 15% in the new year, I believe, once January begins. So limited time, pause the podcast, or finish the podcast, and then go to RighteousSelling.com immediately and use discount code BGN20 for 20% off. It doesn't make sense to wait to do it. you got to do it now to get the max savings. If you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a house, you're going to want to contact Kristen Roach of or you can call or text this phone number. 856-906-9295. If you're looking to actually do those things, like give it a try right now. See if it works. Do it because if you need that those services, she's there for you. All right. So we'll be back with you early next week. Have a happy, safe, healthy, and responsible New Year's Eve.
2: Goodbye, everybody. PGN.
1: From data privacy
2: to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it.
1: Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.